Hey, hey, beautiful mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Energize Mama podcast, where we navigate the wild and wonderful journey of motherhood together. I'm your host, Cheyenne, and if this is your first episode that you're going to dive in with me today, just picture me giving you a big hug. I'll give you a big virtual one right now as I share with you about what topic we're going to dive in today. This one hits close to home for so many of us, right? If you clicked on this, it's probably because something about this title spoke to you, right? How to cultivate kindness and thankfulness when toddler tantrums threaten joy. Yeah, sounds almost like a headline for an upcoming like article on the on the internet, right? Well, before we dive in, I want you to picture this with me, okay? The aroma of a Thanksgiving feast in the air, right? Mm. Whether it's stuffing or the turkey or the mashed potatoes or something a little bit in between, the table set with care. It looks like something out of a Pinterest uh, tag and just your vision of a peaceful family actually sitting down, all of that gathering up there in that beautiful head of yours. But wait, we know that reality (laughs) can be far from this, right? Talk about a reality check. Your toddler decides it's the perfect time for a meltdown, threatening to turn your joyous occasion into a just total stress-filled spectacle. So if I describe maybe your last Thanksgiving or something that you're a little anxious about coming up into this season, how do we shift our focus from frustration to gratitude, right? How do we find thankfulness in the midst of our toddler tantrums? Well, that's exactly what I'm here for. So I want to give you full on permission right now to just go grab your coffee, your tea, your kombucha, whatever brings you joy and find a cozy spot because we're going to explore together how we can cultivate a spirit of thankfulness that triumphs over toddler chaos within ourselves, but also within them as well. So mama, get ready for some real talk, some practical tips and a sprinkle of a little bit of humor because let's face it, laughter really is the best medicine when navigating all of the toddler issues. Stay tuned. This one is for you. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast, the podcast designed exclusively for moms navigating the challenging yet pivotal years of parenting children aged five and under. Are you longing to raise good godly kids all while preserving your own well-being and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I keep up with my little ones or how can I raise them to be loving and godly? I'm Cheyenne and I've walked exactly in your shoes. Honestly, on some days I'm still there. I know what it's like to face the daily demands of motherhood and wish for more energy to be the loving, godly mom I aspire to be. I've been there with a strong-willed toddler and a desire to balance being a devoted wife, a mom, a stepmom, and an entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to raise your children with strong values and boundless love all while nurturing your own energy and well-being. In this podcast, you'll find valuable insights on managing your time and boosting your vitality. You'll gain practical tips for disciplining your children with grace and wisdom. And you'll join me in the journey of raising your kids to be good, godly individuals. My mission is to help you thrive as a mom while experiencing the joy of watching your children grow in faith and character. We'll explore how you can maintain your energy because the most godly loving mom is the one who takes care of herself too. So go ahead, mama, grab those headphones, pour yourself that refreshing green smoothie and get ready to be hashtag momspired because rest assured you're no longer alone on this incredible journey of motherhood. 
Wow, I really cannot believe that when I was planning this episode, I was looking at the fact that this is my 86th episode. And I sometimes look at, you know, these numbers as I'm planning out each of these episodes and I wonder, wow, how the heck did I get here? It's funny. I don't know how long you've been listening. Again, I know some of you, this is your first episode, or maybe this is your 86th episode. And this podcast has had quite a change. You know, it's had quite a transformation in itself. So what began as a simple little just passion project in the middle of COVID, when I had just become a mom, I started interviewing other moms. I wanted to know their story. I wanted to pull back the curtain a little bit and discover, you know, what is it about moms that make us so unique and special and what can we give and offer to one another? And that was back when my podcast was called Moms Matter and I just wanted to validate other moms' story. And those were like my first 20-something episodes and then I kind of went dormant, you know, like a lot of passion projects. It was great in a season and then as my son started getting busier, you know, he went from crawling to walking to straight on sprinting. Um, getting into everything, I lost my focus. I stopped doing the podcast. And then almost a year ago now, I reawakened it because with my son now almost three years old, I was pregnant with my second. I just felt a call to come back and serve mamas like you, right? We're in the thick of this season. You know, my podcast really speaks to the moms that have kiddos five and under, at least one of your kiddos five and under, because, you know, statistically, this shows that this is when our kids need us most. It's not that our kids in school or our teenagers even, because we have one of those in the house too, it's not that they don't need us. It's just that this is where a lot of the hands-on help is, right? You know, this is where they really rely on you for so much of their survival and also the building blocks of how they're going to develop as a human being. And one thing I know this time of year that comes up a lot, a lot in the conversations I'm having with moms around me online, I'm seeing so many different Instagram reels and blogs written about this is how to have thankfulness in this season, right? Here in the United States, it is just the month of gratitude. You know, it's also no shave November, by the way. So I'm not sure if you participate, mamas, if you're letting that leg hair get in a little long, or maybe your husband all of a sudden has this like bush on his face. But besides the no shave November, right? It's our month of thankfulness. That's where in our country in the US, we celebrate the season where, um, you know, people of different cultures, Native Americans, the first Europeans come together, despite their differences, and they were able to be thankful of having this time together, of provision of food, of culture, of survival, basically. And so that's really kind of what I want to talk to you about today is how to survive. There are seasons where, you know, we really can thrive in our motherhood, but then there's times where we really just simply need to keep it real. And we need to think about how can we survive these really hard seasons. And if your toddler, if your child under five is just really struggling with, with, you know, tantrums right now, like I'll tell you, that is exactly where we are at too. And they are so often just seasons, but it can be really hard when it comes during say the holidays or a holiday like this brings something to your mindset or your realization of like, wow, my child is really struggling here. And thus I'm really struggling, you know, like this has been really, really hard on me. So 
I have four tips for you today. I'm going to give you four tips on how to be thankful, but also how to cultivate thankfulness, not just in your life, but in your family. You know, one thing I teach my moms in my method, my course that I teach online, it's called the Energize Mama Method, because it really is a method. It's like something you walk out day after day is really focusing on what you can control. Because that's something before we dive into these tips, I want to remind you is that there is so little in this life that we can control. And by laser focusing in on what you can control, I really believe is going to immediately, I might be making up a word here, but de-stressify your life. Because when you focus on the things you can control, it empowers you because you realize, okay, these are the things I can do. And you can go to work immediately on those things. And that is exactly what I'm giving, giving you to do today. The things that you can't control, those are the things you just really gotta like bless it and release it. Like pray about it, give it up to God and allow him to work on it. So, but today we are gonna shift our focus on the things that we can do. So first and foremost, we want to help each other, right? Because I look at this as something that when I'm doing my podcast, especially if I am just the only one speaking, if I don't have a guest on here, I look at everything that I'm sharing with you ladies, I'm either working on currently, or I have just come through a season or maybe a past season of where I've worked on this myself. So I'm really with you sister on this one. And, you know, we want to help cultivate a gratitude, right? A gratitude feeling amidst the chaos in your house. So even when there is chaos, I really do believe you can still have an attitude of gratitude, right? Finding those small moments, even in the midst of the chaos of the chaotic toddler explosions is really going to help you so, so much. So what I would suggest is, you know, is to share your little moments of joy with someone in your life, you know, finding joy in the little things that your toddler does, whether it's a moment of the infectious laughter that children have, whether it's a sweet, fun little story that they come up with their imagination or say like an unexpected hug or kiss that comes out of nowhere. Those are the moments that you want to share because so often I catch myself even or in some of my mom groups, you know, we, we so quickly share our frustrations, which is good. I'm always going to validate a mom getting things off her chest because I think in general, we keep way too much in. But I want to remind you that one way to cultivate, cultivate that thankfulness in your spirit is by sharing the things, even if it's one little thing, even if you've had a day with your toddler or your kids, that is just, if you could make a list, it would be like 20 things that just were off or overwhelming or exhausting. If there was one thing that brought you joy, that made you smile, that made you feel so good, that reminded you why you love being a mom that's the thing I want you to meditate on. That's the thing I want you to immediately right now. You can shrink this episode, still listen to me or pause it and go text that to a friend, to your mom, right? Grandmas love hearing about their kiddos, you know, even post something on social and say, oh, my kid just said this, or he or she did this. I promise you, despite everything else that's going on in your life, it's going to make you feel so good. For instance, you know, we're in a tough season with our three-year-old right now. He's, you know, allergic to the word yes and to listening. Not sure if anyone on here is, if you're shaking your head, like I feel you. It's just been really hard and challenging to figure out what motivates him, um, what's going on deeper, you know, but in those days that are just so frustrating when our son is just saying no to the simplest things, you know, saying no to the things he's always said yes to. I look to find joy in 
just the simple things, you know, whether it's making his little six month old brother laugh or say he gets a good report from his preschool teacher or from the Bible teacher at church. You know, it's always funny how well our kids can behave for others and not so great for us. But instead of focusing on that, oh, he's not paying attention to us. He's not listening to us. I try to focus on, wow, I must be doing something right, right? Like my child is behaving for someone else. This is good. I also find the ironic joy in that right now our son is obsessed with reading Jonah, the story of Jonah in the Bible. And it's so funny because we talk about it nightly. Like, I wonder how much he's still connecting to all of the, you know, all of the information that he's reading because we talk about how Jonah is, of course, you know, basically getting in trouble with this storm and he gets swallowed by this fish simply because he did not listen to God. He did not obey God. And while our son is struggling with, um, you know, obeying us and, and following us. It's that joy that I can find in the irony there and continue to just press on and encourage our son to think about things a little bit deeper. Think about things in a little bit different of a way. So again, I think one way to just cultivate that gratitude in your life amidst all these overwhelming moments is simply just by reminding yourself of those joyful moments and even writing them down. Besides just texting someone, or reminding yourself about it internally, make sure that you stop for a moment, take a breath and write those things down, right? These are the things that you can pull out or you can look at your gratitude list during the really hard days to make you feel better about the overwhelming tough seasons. All right, mamas, we're jumping into tip number two, gonna get right to it. So another way besides, you know, just creating a joyful list, right? Like logging the grateful things that you have in your life or that you're grateful um, about or the things that bring you joy from your children. You can also do something more tangible and create simple little Thanksgiving rituals, right? And again, you can choose whether to do this right now in the literal Thanksgiving holiday season or just incorporate it long term. It can be something that you incorporate now. You know, like it's funny. I just had some conversations with moms about how because of Halloween, because of the influx of candy in their house, they set up some healthy rules as far as like, how do we balance? Like, how do we help our kids, you know, navigate these decisions with food, you know, have healthy, make healthy choices in our house with the candy that have trickled into the following weeks, you know, even our, our um, son as well, because, you know, that's, what's great about holidays is when they happen once a year, your kids change so much in a year, right? Like I think of our three-year-old now he's three and a half. I think of, oh my gosh, like next Halloween or next Christmas, he's going to be four and a half. So he's going to be able to understand so much more. And it's amazing how these seasons can really help us incorporate really beautiful life lessons into our kids' lives. So for instance, you know, when you want to create a ritual, right? That's something you do over and over, whether it's daily, it's weekly, monthly, or just during this season, you could create something like a bedtime gratitude session, right? Where simply at bedtime, especially if you have a child that's three and over, you know, you can start to help them think about and even speak about what things they're thankful for. One thing I have moms come to me about a lot, and this is exactly why I actually just incorporated this desire into my recent cookbook that I am so happy to share is coming out in 10 days. Actually, when this when this episode debuts, it's coming out in four days. So I uh, can't believe it. Uh, but my brand new e-cookbook that doubles as a devotional, it's called Need and Know. 
And it's a cookbook that takes your children through the scriptures. Every single recipe has a Bible verse about a Bible character and has two or three prompting questions so that you can kind of marry those two desires of your heart to help your kids eat healthy, help it be simple, right, for you busy moms, but also help them grow spiritually, is that moms sometimes ask me, like, how do we, as our kids are this little, how do we start to put in, like, building blocks, things for them to build upon in their spiritual life? Like, how do we introduce them to, you know, things like helping others, things like praying? And how I started prayer with my son was we basically just start a conversation with dear God and, you know, sharing with our son that God can hear us from everywhere. That's what prayer is, is a conversation with God. And let's just start with what we're thankful for. And it's just amazing to hear from this little man's heart, to hear him open up, to hear him say what he's thankful for. I mean, there are some days that it's um, as simple as his toy dinosaur and other days that he's thankful for his teacher at school. So again, this is a way of like cultivating that mindset of gratitude and thankfulness in your toddler, but also a way that you get to share with your toddler what you're thankful, thankful for and help them see also what can we be thankful for. Something as simple as I feel like saying something like the water I drink, the air that we breathe, it helps our toddlers see things that we in our minds think are so automatic, it helps them again, point their mindset back to like, wow, God actually provides these things. This is where I get my strength from. This is where I get my provisions from. So another great idea or a couple great ideas um, that you can do to again, create a ritual in your life would be to find age appropriate activities that involve toddlers, like basically making gratitude a family affair instead of like setting out to think I'm going to teach my toddler gratitude, right? Um, Something also in this season with our son having such a hard time listening, right? We've noticed that when we've added the word we into our discipline or into our, um, the way we're trying to help our son, basically discipline, discipline gets a bad knack, right? gets a bad, uh, what do I want to say? Bad rap. There we go. Um, you know, and so, but it's, it's such a good thing. It's such a good thing for us to discipline our kids. And something we've noticed is instead of saying like, Hey Mason, you need to do this. We've started changing like, Hey Mason, in our family, we do this, you know, and he's been a lot more apt to listen to us and to follow our instructions to obey us when we make it sound like it's what our family does. So again, by incorporating your entire family into these rituals, your child may be more apt to want to participate when they see it's something that you and your family does. It could be something as simple as helping your child detox their toys. You know, I mean, come on, how many moms out there know that their kids could definitely stand to get rid of some toys? You know, everyone's hands probably are up you know, um, giving them a chance to donate and, and to have that conversation. Where do the toys go? What are they doing? You know, even this time of year, it's perfect. I know so many organizations and churches out there are collecting boxes for Operation Christmas Child, where you can pack a box, a gift box for children in need all across the world um, who don't have the money for a lot of basic things, um, even as simple as toiletries, but also, of course, toys and school supplies. So you can pack that with your child um, or even serving together. And if you have kids that are a little bit older, you know, or depending on the maturity of your child, um, you could even serve together at, say, a local soup kitchen. Or if you live by the beach like we do, you could do a beach cleanup you know, incorporate it into what your kid already loves or is already age appropriate. And then again, help them figure out a way 
where they can turn that mindset of even saying like they love to go to the beach to, to play, right? They already love that and help them start to realize like, hey, the beach doesn't just look this way on its own that, you know, we need to take care of the earth and God gave us this. And now we get the opportunity to help make it stay beautiful, stay healthy and clean so that we and other kids, other families can continue to enjoy it. Can you believe that it's already November? It's been a whirlwind of keeping up with the little ones, hasn't it? I mean, there's Halloween and then there's Christmas coming, but you know what? Let's just get real for a moment. Motherhood can sometimes feel like an emotional roller coaster, right? Up and down, up and down. And I just want you to know you're not alone in this. But do you ever find yourself thinking that you wish there was a way to reclaim your vitality? I mean, gosh, we've all been there, right? Feeling emotionally drained and overwhelmed, just juggling countless responsibilities. Do you ever wish there was a way to revive your energy? Like imagine actually having ample energy, not just for your kids, but for yourself and your husband and just every aspect of life. Do you ever wish there was a way to rediscover you, yourself, the woman that you are, right? It's time to reignite the dreams you had before motherhood and rediscover you amidst all this chaos. I've actually walked in your shoes and I know exactly how it feels. I know exactly how it feels to crave more. Life mama is calling for you to pursue more than just being a mom. Your dreams are worth chasing. I know what it feels like to battle overwhelm, that constant stress, the uncertainty of where to start. It's time to break free from this cycle. And I know what it feels like to struggle with embracing healthy habits. Sometimes it's just really tough to know what the heck ones to do and when and where and why. I want you to stop being in the dark about which habits genuinely make a difference to your energy and well-being. And it's time, Mama, to create a realistic plan. No more wandering aimlessly because you deserve a strategic, sustainable blueprint designed just for you, by you. It's time to reignite that unshakable energy, that one that you can have all the time. You can be that vibrant mama, full of energy, while also taking care of your little ones. I want you to just take a moment with me. Picture this. What if you woke up each day? What if you woke up today, not just surviving, but thriving with a good dose of energy to spare? What if date nights with your husband became a regular cherished ritual and not just rare occasions? What if, quote, me time was no longer a distant memory, but actually an integral part of your everyday life? And what if you had a straightforward, tailor-made plan that reignited your energy and allowed you to be that vibrant mama that you long to be, all while still giving your kids the love and care they deserve? That is the essence. That is the core of the Energized Mama Method, your personalized roadmap to reclaim your life from the chaos and infuse attainable, real-world, realistic energy into your daily routine. Here's what I promise to teach you. I promise to teach you to manage stress and ignite energy. You're going to discover practical strategies together to reduce stress and elevate your energy realistically. You'll embrace a super simple personalized plan that nurtures new energy boosting habits while compromising without compromising your precious time with your kids or demanding monumental commitments, right? We've all been there. You'll walk away with crystal clear vision, no more confusion, and you'll know precisely where to focus your energy. You'll also have an achievable blueprint. You're going to have a roadmap 
to change with you while you're looking to be more clear and that actually shows you it's in reach. You'll have unwavering confidence. You'll possess the self-assurance needed to make long lasting transformations. So mama, if you're ready, if you're finally ready, just to bid farewell to overwhelm, imagine waking up and not feeling weighed down by the day ahead to recharge throughout the day, rejuvenate yourself and have the energy to spare for every moment to retire that night, feeling satisfied, going to bed, feeling fulfilled, even as a busy mom of little ones. Now's the moment to take that leap. And hear why it's important and urgent. Throughout November, I'm offering an exclusive deal. You get 10% off of the Energize Mama method, and that's not all. You'll also receive three bonus trainings that I've recorded with experts in all different areas of how to raise littles, good and godly, and also that's going to supercharge your journey. But here's the catch. This offer is available only until December 1st. So perfect time for Christmas. After that, it's gone and you'll miss out on the chance to transform your life right here, right now. Don't let the chaos of motherhood overwhelm you any longer. Reclaim your identity, revive your energy and experience a life beyond just being a mom. Are you ready to say yes to yourself and no to missing out? Okay. Don't wait. Head over to energyformoms.com and secure your exclusive offer today before it vanishes on December 1st. The time is now. Go to energyformoms.com and let's embark on this transformative journey together, mama. All right, we're here to tip number three. And where my first two were a little more tangible, I'm all about helping you, mama, cultivate a well-rounded person, not just the children that you have been called to raise by God, but also yourself, right? Because sometimes we do feel like we kind of have to raise ourselves a little bit, right? Because so many of us, you know, all of us honestly have wounds from our childhood that we realize as we grow that we need to, well, not whether we need to, but we should heal, right? Allow God to heal us there. And, you know, so today is going to, this tip is going to be a little more of a mindset and a spiritual direction. And this is where I just want you as a mom to simply aim to find peace and imperfection. I think so often our thankfulness, our gratitude can be thrown off because we are fixating on the wrong thing. And I'll never forget a sermon I heard one time online from Pastor Stephen Furnick from Elevation Church was he talked about how we frustrate, like we basically, we frustrate what we fixate on or what we fixate on ends up frustrating us. So if you fixate, basically meaning fix your focus, right? On the things that your toddler or your children or your husband are doing wrong, that is what's going to frustrate us. It's going to build up this frustration that almost becomes like a hamster wheel. That's just going to go around and around and it's going to be really hard to get off. So that's why I want to encourage you to embrace the messiness of motherhood, right? Like, we want to first and foremost find that peace in our toddler's imperfection, you know? I'm talking about the moments when, like, say they keep making the same mistake. You know, I had to practice this when my son, who was totally capable and totally had mastered this and known how to do it, but when he continued to suddenly start pooping in his pants again, it was like so easy to get frustrated, right? That's the easy choice. The hard choice is to point your heart and your mind and your thoughts in a better direction to ask God, like, Hey, help me in this. Like I am feeling frustrated. I am feeling anxious. I am feeling overwhelmed and I need your help here. 
Um, you know, so to help your children when they keep making the same mistake, right? You don't want to cry over the spilled milk kind of moments, right? Um, because the more that we fixate and get frustrated on these moments, chances are our little mirrors that follow us around, our children are also going to reflect that. And it's not just important that you find peace in your toddler's imperfection, but also in your own. You know, there's so many things that moms that we naturally feel guilt and shame over. And the more that we can just put a stop to the shame cycle, the better that we are going to feel, the more peace we're going to have and the more gratitude we can have just for the season we're in and just for those parts of ourselves that God made in us that, you know, I think a really great tool that you can do that you can put in your tool belt every day is getting into the practice of repeating. And I would say out loud, the things that you love about yourself, the things that you're so happy that God made you this way, you know? And so those are the things you should fixate on instead of say, like fixating on, you know, when you send your kids to school with their hair unbrushed or when you may be disciplined a little too hard, or you yelled at them too much, or you feed them chicken nuggets too often, right? I mean, the list can go on. Those are things you really want to let go and instead take on a mindset of gratitude for the things that you are proud that you did, the things that your children have done that make you proud, that make you happy, that bring you joy. And one way that you, I feel, can actually tangibly do this is create a prayer board. I used to, I haven't done it in a while. I really actually, I'm being convicted right now as I speak to you ladies, because I need to do this too, is I used to have, um, you know, had a closet with a door on it. And I used to, on the back of the door, I basically created my own prayer closet. And if you've never heard of that before, it's simply a literal closet or a small room where you go into and you pray. And some people have the space in their home where this is exclusively what they do there. Now, for me, I've never had a separate room for prayer. So, you know, when I actually it was in the season right before I met my husband, I would literally go in my closet amongst all my shoes and my clothes. And I had a prayer board on the back of my door where I would just write prayers, like things I was needing things that I was hoping for, things that I was praying for, things that I was even happy for, you know, I would write these down on little post-it notes and I would put them out on this board I had on the back of my door and I would date them. And I think that's so important because God does answer our prayers. He does answer the desires of our heart. And I'm telling you, sometimes I'm very thankful for the ones that he didn't answer. Again, in this season, I can get, think back to that I, um, the season before I met my husband. So I'm talking about probably within the year before I met my husband, I was convinced that I had met this man that I just was convinced that he was my husband. He was, he fit all these, you know, checks on the, on the paper. I felt like I had so many signs, so many people confirming that this man was my husband. And so I had very distinctive prayers on this board, basically declaring him my husband, praying for him, praying for us to, you know, come together, praying for God to soften this guy's heart for me. And boy, am I so happy that those prayers did not, were not answered because I would have messed out on the greatest blessing of my life, which is my husband, Kim. So all that to say, bringing this back to how to be thankful, right? In this season, when your toddlers are going crazy is write out these things that are stressing you out, write out these things like, you know, God, I am so sick of Mason saying no all the time. Like God, please help him be a better listener. Like there you go. Right. And I'll date that. And, and there you go. Then you get to let it go to the God, to God. Then you don't have to carry it 
so much. And that's where you can choose to have joy in this season because you know and you're reminded that God has got this, that his yoke is light. Our yoke is heavy, right? But when we give it to him, his is light and he can carry it. Congratulations, mama. We've made it to the last tip together. I'm so very proud of you. I can only imagine maybe the wheels of them have been turning in your mind already about all these ideas that you have to create thankfulness in your heart and in your family, you know, this Thanksgiving season. I at least hope so. This is why I do these podcasts, right? I do them for you. I do them because God has blessed me and my life with a certain amount of talents and provision that I believe is not for me to keep. I believe it's for me to give right back. And in speaking of that, it reminds me of my fourth and final tip for you today. And so if you're in a season where you're really struggling, finding thankfulness, if your toddlers are just straight up stealing your joy and just making you overwhelmed, I cannot say enough that it's so important for you to build a strong support system. Connecting with other moms facing similar challenges are really, really going to make or break you, I believe. Again, like I said in the beginning of this episode, why I created this episode or this podcast, in fact, wasn't just for moms to share their information or share their nuggets of wisdom. It was actually in the very beginning, I started seeking out moms when I became a mom myself. I had just moved to Belgium a year before, and when my son was born, the COVID pandemic happened. So all of a sudden I was in a foreign country without the ability to meet or get together with people that I had started to call friends. So I was alone. I was isolated in a foreign country in a land that didn't speak my language. And so my connection with moms began online. And I realized that there were so many women out there that felt like me, that spoke my language, so to say. And I felt so much better just hearing basically me too. So I think it's important that you ask yourself, who do you surround yourself with? I mean, ladies, how many of you heard this from your parents when you were a teenager? You know, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Like, I can't even tell you how many times my mom said that. Like, you are with the friends that you keep. And so that mindset or that belief or that whatever you want to say fact doesn't just go away when all of a sudden we're in our 30s raising kids right so it's important that you surround yourself with moms but also moms who are on that same mission that same mindset as you so whether it's joining like your local mops which is now actually by the way called mom co short for the mom community um or local bible studies at churches you know maybe the gym wherever women like you congregate, right? Wherever they gather. And it can be something that can be either in person or if it works better for you to grow in your, in your season, um, on more of your schedule, if your schedule is really, really challenging, you know, maybe you have a lot of kiddos that are, have a lot of different schedules and maybe you have, um, like us at this point, we're sharing a car with my parents. We can't always, uh, go to and from when we want to, maybe it's best that you would aim to cultivate that community online. And if you're struggling to know where the heck you can do that, I am so happy to share with you that I've created that community on Facebook and in a private Facebook community, uh, we are all moms of littles. We all have kids five and under. And so we speak that same language, but we're also moms who desire more from our motherhood. We're moms who want to help each other grow, who are there to listen, who are there just to be present with you, but also we're moms with a spiritual mindset where we have our mind on our spiritual 
spiritual things in life. We want God to be the center of our family. We want to raise our kids in a godly way, help them to become Jesus-like and Jesus-loving, um, but also ourselves as well. So if you are looking for a community like that, please come join us. All you have to do is either go to the link in the show notes below or type into any URL on your phone, your computer, momnationcommunity.com. That's momnationcommunity.com. Because truly, I really believe that we are a community but it's also like a nation of moms. When you think about nation, I remember when I was first creating this group, I looked up the word nation. I was like, what the heck does that actually mean? You know, and it actually means a large body of people united by common either descent, history, culture, language, inhabiting a particular country or territory, right? And so we are a body of people. We're a body of moms united by a common history, culture, and basically a language I believe is the language of mom raising kids in this time right now with all these different things coming against us in culture. We need each other, right? Like we need each other. And so I really hope that if you're needing that, or if you know a mom out there that needs that sense of connection community, please point her our way at momnationcommunity.com. We would love to have her. So I am so proud of you. You've made it to the end of this episode. I really, really love sharing these things with you. I love engaging with you. So that's another part and bonus of joining that private Facebook community is that you've got moms who listen to this podcast. Some of the moms have been on this podcast. I love interviewing the moms from my community because you guys oh my gosh, are so talented and have so much gold inside you. So um, please come, please come join us and uh, let us know how are you cultivating thankfulness in your spirit, but also in your household. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear what tips, of course, that resonated with you. One of the best ways besides joining the community that you can let me know this, but also make sure that this podcast gets in the hands of more moms is going to leave me a review on Apple. So at the end of this episode, if you go to the show notes, if you're listening on Apple, you can just simply go and write a review and it will make this podcast boost up and make sure more moms find this and, and get the help that they need, get that support and allow them to feel so good about their motherhood and their motherhood journey and help them learn to connect to their mom tuition. So I love you ladies. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Energized Mama podcast. Just know that I am thinking of you. I'm praying for you. And again, just like I started this episode, I'm ending it with another big hug from me to you. And I look forward to joining you on a future episode.